Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shape the final day of the regular season. We've got Betty Gray, famous cat, and Jet, and Saint, and Cardinal in line. Now doing great stuff with us. NFL on SEN is on the line right now. G'day, Benny. Good morning, Julian. How are you enjoying the morning's action? Oh, I'm loving the morning's action. New year, hitting the ground running, Benny. The Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers into the postseason. The Jaguars went down. What about this? That surprise loss to the Tennessee Titans. Well, it was a banana peel game, we've been calling it. They've they were eight and three, the Jaguars. They had the AFC South essentially sewn up. They went and lost four in a row. They've had some injury concerns, but they had their playoff destiny in their own hands, and they let it slip against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. The Jaguars, they lose. They are eliminated from the AFC, and they've granted the Steelers and the Bills a playoff berth. Now, we all thought coming in that the Jaguars should win that game, so the Bills and Dolphins game later today would determine the fate of the Buffalo Bills, but in essence, that loss by the Jaguars has gifted the Steelers the seventh seed. The Bills have locked up uh, a playoff berth, but they can still win the AFC East with a win in Miami later today. So Mm. the seven teams are locked in the AFC. It's just a matter now of how that game turns out to determine the final seedings. But as it stands, the the Ravens, the number one seed, will get the week off. Uh, The Dolphins are the number two seed. And if they they win over the Bills, they will face the Bills next week in the wildcard round in the anomaly of the scheduling. But if the Bills were to win, uh, they would finish the second seed. Um, But the other big game in the AFC uh, was yesterday when the Houston Texans beat the Colts. So the the Texans clinched a playoff berth yesterday, but with the Jaguars losing, the Texans have clinched the AFC South. You mentioned the the Ravens and the Steelers. I want to talk about that. See, I'm a, I'm a big Baltimore fan. I love Lamar Jackson, but you know this game they're playing basically their reserve team, Benny. Steelers made the playoff off the back of that. Do you see that as any way controversial? Uh, No, I don't. See, week 18, or the last week of the NFL season, is predictably the most unpredictable weekend in football because you have different philosophies going into the playoffs. So the Ravens rested their starters, as have the 49ers and the Rams in the game that are currently going. So they've got the number one seed locked up. Now, the question is, do you want to take some momentum into the playoffs rather than having essentially a two-week rest for, for your starters? But the weather conditions in Baltimore against the Steelers, they weren't going to get anything out of that game. 
their biggest risk would have been injuries. Like we've seen with the Lions played the Vikings, the Lions played all their starters, and it looks like they're going to lose Sam Laporta with a knee injury and potentially Khalid Raymond. So the Steelers, though, they're an interesting case study. Mike Tomlin, 17 straight non-losing seasons. They sneak into the playoffs. They're like a cockroach. You just can never kill them, Steelers. <laughs> but they came into the Whack them with a newspaper. <laughs> with, their, <laughs> with their season on the line, and they got the job done. I think this says more about the Steelers' intent to win the game rather than the Ravens' backups not being All right, I need to get your thoughts on the Eagles. Uh, 24-0 down at the Giants at the moment. Uh, You know, all the news around Jalen Hurts, of course, and the injury. Uh, What do you make of all of this? Well, so the NFC is a different story, isn't it? um, Well, the the Eagles were once known as the best team in the NFL this season. And unfortunately now they're really struggling. They lost three in a row. So, yeah, they beat the Giants two weeks ago, but the loss to the Cardinals last week was really disappointing, particularly from a defensive perspective. And and when the division is still up for grabs, yeah, the Cowboys, if they beat the Commanders, which it looks like they might, will still win the division. But the Eagles, they aren't giving a yelp. It's, it's a disappointing run into the playoffs if you're going to lose five out of six games in the position that they were in. They've obviously clinched the playoff first. Anything can happen in the playoffs. They will finish the fifth seed. They will travel to Tampa Bay next week. So questions are now, do you just put your starters on ice? Do you prepare, put it behind you, and then prepare for the Buccaneers? They'll probably go into Tampa Bay as favourites, but not really liking what we're seeing on both sides of the ball for the Eagles. Oh, that'll secure the Cowboys' top spot at NFC East. It's been a funny old season for the Dallas team. Have they got what it takes to win the Super Bowl? Well, yes. I think that they're definitely in the Super Bowl conversation. Now, obviously, they've got to get through the 49ers, who've got the number one seed. The NFC will go through San Francisco. But the Dallas Cowboys, they've shown defensively they've been very good. Tony Pollard's ran the ball well. C.D. Lamb is having an exceptional season. And Dak Prescott was in the MVP conversation at one point. So if they go on to win this game, they'll finish the, the two seed, uh, likely to face the, the Rams. Um, we know how potent they are at home, particularly. But the Cowboys are a dangerous team. But again, it's uh, it's going to be out of the Cowboys, I think, the Lions and the 49ers in the NFC. Still a little bit to play out in the NFC playoff pitcher. The Saints, after their win over the Falcons, are the current seventh seed. They will remain the seventh seed if the Packers lose to the Bears and the Seahawks lose to the Cardinals. But if the Packers do win, uh, they will get the seventh seed. But if the Packers lose and the Seahawks win, the Seahawks will sneak in to the seventh seed. So we've still got three teams vying for that seventh seed in the NFC. And Benny, just a quick word on on how you felt the Aussies have gone, and in particular the punters this season, the likes of Dixon and and Wisniewski. Well, I think Michael Dixon has been a Pro Bowl snub there. I think he was worthwhile for an NFC Pro Bowl spot. Uh, Brian Anger from the Cowboys got that spot. No, they've had a really good season, Michael Dixon, Mitch Wisniewski. I like Cam Johnson's game yesterday for the Texans, really contributed to the battle of field position. He 
missed some games during the season with some injury. Lou Headley in his rookie season for the Saints did a good job. Um, we've also got some non-punters there. Adam Gotsis on the defensive line for the Jaguars and Daniel Falele for the Ravens. But all in all, the Aussies are still uh, still flying the flag in the NFL this season, Julian. <laughs> Just as you flew the flag before them, Benny. Great to get your thoughts. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. And uh, don't forget to catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on Design. Visit NFLGamePass.com. Good on you, Benny. Enjoy the footy. Yeah, thanks, Julian. Appreciate it. Here is Benny Graham with the NFL on SEN. Does a great job there with Jordan Canellis. 0457 736 736. The text line. No, we've got a stack of texts coming through on this opening spot. Who should it be? Who should be the man to step into the big shoes left by David Warner? Got a Twitter poll up at the moment. At Matty White SEN, Steve Smith, Cam Bancroft, Cam Green or other. I can tell you, Steve Smith, 14.3%. Cameron Bancroft, 71.4%. Cameron Green, 14.3%. So there you go. So Smith and Green, neck and neck. Bancroft way out in front. So very, you know what it says? It says a lot about the, the makeup of our listenership. Very much traditionalists, aren't they? Shield runs was the ultimate currency. You score shield runs, you get picked for Australia. 71.4%. And other, zero. Says to me that nobody wants Matt Renshaw or Marcus Harris. Certainly nobody voting on Twitter, slash X. So we'll keep that running throughout the course of the morning at Matty White SEN, who should be named as Warner's replacement as opener. Steve Smith, Cameron Bancroft, Cameron Green. Bancroft, according to you, the outright favourite at the moment, 71.4%. Can you... Uh, get a shag up, says Reptile. Good morning to you, Reptile. Can all you ex-players be honest with yourself? Steve Smith is done. We'll never make another 100. That is a bold statement, Reptile. You're a brave man to write off SPD Smith. His batting technique was always non-existent. We relied heavily on hand-eye coordination. Age has taken that from him. I agree with that to a degree. Every athlete has an end. Father time is undefeated. He cannot open. I wouldn't say he can't open, Reptile. I wouldn't say he can't open. But I agree with you in respect to his hand-eye coordination. And I made made this point a little while back. They did a comparison of Dravid, Ponting, Tendulka and Smith at 103 tests. They're all averaging around 58-59. By the end of the careers, it's around 51-52. And you're right, Father Time remains undefeated. And he did talk about the mental demons, you know, thoughts in his head, which he never had. He was just a more freewheeling back in the day, a few years back, Steve Smith. So he's aware of it, but he's a generational player. So I'm not prepared to write him off just yet. Good on you, Reptile. Good to hear from you. And uh, good luck to your bunnies for season 2024. Keep those texts coming in 0457 736 736. You're on Summer Mornings.